This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Pentagon continues to face challenges in responding to cyber attacks on military networks. Agencies may get some help with training for human resources specialists. And the Defense Department still can't meet its goals for keeping its planes mission ready. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Pentagon continues to face challenges in responding to cyber attacks on military networks. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Defense Department experienced more than 12,000 cyber incidents between 2015 and 2021. The Government Accountability Office reports that the bulk of those incidents occurred in 2015 and 2016 and have steadily declined due to improving cyber defenses. But GAO says weaknesses still exist in DOD's system for reporting cyber incidents. Namely, incident reports often lack critical information, like the date of discovery or the method of infiltration. DOD officials concurred with GAO's recommendations to fix those gaps. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Agencies may get some help with training for human resources specialists. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The Office of Personnel Management is offering four training sessions for human capital framework evaluators during fiscal 2023. Each free five-day course will focus on the planning, implementing, and reporting phases of the HR evaluation process. The training is meant for any feds involved in their agency's human capital framework evaluation system. OPM says space is limited to about 25 participants per course, and those who are interested must submit an assessment form to sign up. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Gen X and Gen Z feds both want more job flexibility, but for different reasons. Gen Z workers look for agencies with more telework options, while older Gen X workers want better work-life balance to support family needs. That's according to a new report from the Partnership for Public Service. The partnership says looking at details on federal employee retention is especially important now as Gen X is overrepresented and Gen Z is underrepresented in the federal sector compared with the private sector. With billions of dollars a year to spend on military aircraft, the Department of Defense still can't make its goals for keeping its planes mission ready. A new report from the Government Accountability Office shows a decline in mission readiness from 2011 to 2021. The report looked at 49 types of fixed-wing and rotary aircraft. Of those, only four types met their readiness goals. The problems included aging aircraft, maintenance challenges, and issues with getting parts and supplies. The Labor Department is ready to jump into the deep part of the digital signature pool, Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. Within six months, the Labor Department went from never letting citizens use digital signatures to sign forms to becoming a big believer in the technology. The Office of Workers' Compensation Program decided in early 2022 to take the plunge into digital signatures after requiring citizens to print out forms and sign them using a pen. Now Labor CIO's office is seeing a surge in interest from other compensation programs, including new initiatives from the Black Lung and Federal Employee Programs. 
Labor says the technology is easy to implement at low costs and saves hours of work among claims processors. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The State Department's domestic workforce hits record high levels under a new modernization effort. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Deputy Secretary of State for Management and Resources Brian McCune says the department's workforce has almost fully recovered from an agency-wide hiring freeze implemented in 2017 under the Trump administration. McCune says the department added 500 foreign service positions in fiscal 2022 and is on track to fill another 500 foreign service positions in fiscal 2023. We're meeting a concern from the workforce that they're overburdened and asking for help. The department is also staffing up in response to emerging challenges in American diplomacy, including cybersecurity and emerging technologies, global health and climate change. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The federal technology community is mourning the loss of two longtime executives. Dan Matthews, the former Transportation Department Chief Information Officer, died on November 3rd. He was 69. Jim Russo, the former General Services Administration executive leading telecommunications and cybersecurity initiatives, died on October 31st. He was 65. Russo retired from GSA in August 2021 after working at the agency for 17 years. Matthew served as DOT CIO from 2003 to 2006 and was the vice chairman of the federal CIO council. He later worked in industry before retiring to Florida. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is looking to make big changes in how organizations manage cyber vulnerabilities. Flaws in software are ubiquitous. CISA says standardizing the use of automation in vulnerability management will help address those bugs. The agency is also pushing organizations to use the Vulnerability Exploitability Exchange to share information when a product is affected by a security flaw. And CISA is recommending the adoption of a vulnerability management framework like the agency's known exploited vulnerabilities catalog. An independent agency meant to fast-track the sale of federal real estate is one step closer to a quorum. President Joe Biden expects to nominate former Congressman Michael Capuano to serve on the Public Buildings Reform Board. Capuano, a Democrat from Massachusetts, served on the Financial Services and Transportation and Infrastructure Committees up until 2019. This summer, Biden nominated New York real estate developer Jeffrey Gorrell to serve as chairman of the board. The board currently has three members and needs five to create a quorum. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, November 15th, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. 
Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com.